So do you find yourself sitting there thinking, and ever, like I guess, uh, if I'm patient and I wait long enough, then things will change for me and things will be different for me? Uh, Or do you think the time isn't right, you know, Uh, not yet, and I just need to learn this one more thing and then I'll be ready? Well, in today's episode, we tackle all of the self-sabotaging Uh, issues, and we share a three-step process to slay the change dragon once and for all. This is Propulsion, the podcast for forward-thinking and driven and ambitious financial planning professionals. It is the catalyst to the exponential growth of your financial planning practice, your business, or your franchise. Uh, This is where professionals come in order to learn about the latest technology, to learn about best practice when it comes to running and managing their business, as well as marketing, sales, relationship building, the best and most valuable interviews with local and international guests, and a whole host of other things. Without any further ado, here is your host, François de Toy. Cool beans, cool beans. Right, so let's get started. And uh, I guess the first question is, like, why are we waiting for things to change? Like, what even makes us just sit here and think, you know, if I wait long enough, if I'm patient enough, you know, if, if the time is right, all that kind of stuff. Like, why are we waiting? And I think a big part of this is overthinking. Overthinking is a big problem in a lot of cases. I certainly know that it was for me uh, in the past, uh, and I still battle with that. It's not something that just goes away. Um, you know, and if, and if you think about the things that Norma just shared in her session, it fits into all of this. You'll see that as I go through this, it's going to fit in everywhere because failure, I think, has got a lot to do with why we keep waiting. Uh, but overthinking is a serious one because we think about these things and we're like, but what if this, what if that? And we, for some reason, some odd reason, some crazy reason, we focus on the things that, but what if it doesn't? What if, what if I fail? What, what if it doesn't work? You know, what about the time that I waste? What about the money that I lose? Like overthinking, instead of focusing on that thing, just like, guys, that's the thing I want to do. I'm going to go do it. And there you go. Right. So overthinking is definitely the first one. The second one is definitely fear. Um, and, and also, I think my next point is failure. So fear, fear of failure. Um, you know, what, what would people think about me when I, when I don't make it? Um, you know, as, as I said before, I've, I've spent all this time, all this money maybe. And I maybe disappoint people along the road. So we overthink all these things. That's the stuff that's at the, t- at the forefront of our mind when it comes to, to, to or what makes us wait for change instead of just going out there and making change happen. The other problem is that we don't have a plan. And uh, we also believe that we need that plan. We need it. Like without a plan, every business book, every show that, that you've watched, every podcast that you listen to when it comes to businesses, you've got to have a business plan. You have to have a plan. You've got to know step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10, and maybe even step 11. That's what we're being taught. Um, so now you don't have a plan. You don't know where to start. You don't even know if the plan that you are putting together is the right plan. So, uh, go back to overthinking fear, fear. What if I fail? What if it's the wrong plan? All that stuff. Right. So, so that's the stuff that keeps us from just getting out there and doing stuff. And I think all of this also then partly leads to a lack of confidence. So if you don't have confidence, it's absolutely crucial to have confidence. When you lack that confidence, you'd rather do nothing. 
um, from that point. The other, the other issue is if you start overthinking all this stuff and you think like, you know what, what gives me the right? You know, I don't have the skills that those people have. What gives me the right to do this stuff? Like this imposter syndrome, right? It's definitely not the first time you would have heard those two words. Um, it took me a long time to figure out what the hell that even means because I didn't know and I didn't understand what imposter syndrome is. But then once I did, I realized like, oh man, I'm a class A sufferer of <laughs> imposter syndrome. So we all have it. It's natural. But you should stop to care. You should honestly stop to care. The other big thing is other people. Look, I mean, other people mostly, most of the time, majority of the time, has your best interest at heart. I do believe quite strongly that people intend good when they say things. Um, they want to help. They want to make it as good for you as possible. They want to protect you from stuff. But the things they tell us and the things they say to us you know, then goes into the overthinking engine and we keep overthinking, we keep overthinking, we keep overthinking and we get all these reasons why this isn't going to work. Oh, I live in a small town. I don't have internet. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have the skills. I don't have this qualification. I don't have the years of experience. Like we come up with all this stuff. And part of it is that we're listening to other people. And listening to other people includes watching videos right? So you would watch people who are at the pinnacle of their game. And you think like, well, like I've got a long way to go. And that's don't like comparing ourselves to those people are the wrong things. In the session that I do about the seven habits to build a legendary financial planning practice, one of the first things that I open with is to say, you can't look up to somebody who's already at the pinnacle of their game and say like, I need to do things like that because you're still down here. I'm still down here. I need to go next step. I can't go from the first step to the last step. Got to go step by step. So we should stop using those people who've made it as a blueprint for how I must be and how I must do. And then you don't get the results and you think like, I don't have it. I don't have the talent. I don't have the skills. I don't have the DNA to do that. And that's absolute nonsense. If they can do it, then you and I can do it. There's absolutely no, no, no difference. And then I think another thing that makes us wait, and it leads into my next point actually, is timing. We believe that there is a right time and a wrong time. Uh, the time isn't right now. Like, and right now can be that the time isn't right or it's not the right time right now. <laughs> so, um, you know, we have all these excuses. And in our heads, they feel like, they, they feel like absolute, like they are practical reasons. They are solid reasons. I need to look at them, consider them, and they outweigh the good stuff that I can do if, if I do implement the change stuff. Right. So let's talk a little bit about this, the right time. Okay. This whole thing about that there's a bad time to start a business and there's a good time to start a business. I don't know how many talks I've listened to or interviews that I've listened to where people say like, you know what, the timing around starting this business. That person inevitably says, you know what, we just started. We were lucky that it was the right time. There is no good or bad time to start anything. There is no good or bad time to change anything. Today is the best day to start changing stuff. You can't just huddle on and just, you know, because there's always going to be something. Something inevitably is going to change. Something inevitably is going to make it difficult for you. Something inevitably is not going to be available. So you have to be focusing on 
like the stuff that you must do. All right. So way back in 2010, I attended a program at uh, the Global Leadership Center, which is a Standard Bank venue in Morningside uh, for some leadership course. And uh, it was a two-week program, was probably the best session or the best training thing that I've ever been to in my life because that has meant so much in my personal life. Um, a lot of things that I became aware of, a lot of things that I started to understand. So even though it was meant for professional reasons, it actually had a bigger impact on me personally. But um, at this summit, oh, at the summit, <laughs> I've brainwashed myself into a summit. Anyway, so business simulation, uh, we did this business simulation because one of the days were all about financial management. And as part of that, uh, we were sort of put into teams and there was this business simulation that we had to go through. And you had to make decisions because what happened is it's typically a business cycle. It's going well. They give you all the stuff. Now we're going into a bit of a down you know, bear market, recession, call it what you want. And uh, you need to make certain decisions from a financial management point of view. So what all the teams did, including our team, because this is sort of the, the default thinking, is that uh, we need to stop spending money. Like now even every, everybody's talking about inflation and this is a bad and this is a bad. Oh, stop spending, stop spending. We retrenched people. We stopped spending. We cut expenditure. All of that stuff. Right. And then we completely lost <laughs> this whole, call it a competition, this whole thing we lost. Why? Who won? Like there was one team. I don't know if they had inside information. I don't care. I don't know if they just had the foresight or, or maybe even the kahunas to, to go and do this. But what they did is they expanded during the recession. So they appointed more people. They did cut certain costs, but they appointed more people. They did not retrench. They spent money on training during this time. And when the market started picking up, they were the ones positioned to be able to take hold of that opportunity. Whereas the others who now, oh, now things are going better. Now we need to go find people. We need to train them. We need to market. We need to do all this stuff. And they weren't ready. The other business was ready. So there's definitely something to be said around taking the right actions and having the guts to go with what you believe versus looking what all the business books and all the clever people out there are saying uh, around this stuff. There is no right or wrong time, right? There's some stuff. I'm going to talk about the three steps in a second. But there is no right time. It may feel like there's a right time. But it doesn't exist. I promise you that. It does not exist. Every day is a day. Yes, some, some cycles are tougher than others. There are things that happen. Interest rates uh, rise. People have less money to spend on your services because they got to pay more for their home and their car and all that good stuff. Um, absolute fact. But I promise you, there's always people with money. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing. There's always people with money. And if you stop doing because you believe that people don't have money, then trust me, you also won't have money. You also, your business will also not grow because you think that that is the case. But if you, if you decide not to go that route, if you decide that we're going to give it everything we've got, then chances of success is much higher. And even better so, when things do turn around, you will be the one standing out because you didn't hold back. You didn't cut your own expenses in the sense of 
let's stop doing all this marketing and let's stop doing all this content and let's stop doing our coffee and tea at the office, you know, or things, whatever it is that you're doing. Be ready. Keep investing. Keep focusing. All right. So let's get into the three steps. Step number one, and I think you may have gathered already as we've been talking uh, about this, you know, like obviously this is where it starts. And step one is mindset. Um, it is extremely important part to start. When we talk about mindset, I'm talking about what we believe. Okay, nothing to do with religion. Okay, what we believe about all the stuff that we spoke about, what we believe about what we can and can't do, what we believe about our skills, what we believe about the value that we offer, what we believe about our business, what we believe about the profession, the industry, clients, all that stuff. What you believe, it starts with that. It's all the stuff that you say to yourself on a daily basis, even when you don't think you're saying it. Because trust you me, like we're thinking a lot of stuff. I'm thinking nonstop. I mean, often shame. My wife has to repeat everything twice because I tell her, sorry, I did not listen. I was thinking, although it may not look like I'm thinking, I was thinking. So I'm having a conversation with myself 24-7, which is sometimes great, sometimes not, not so great. But um, what you say to yourself is absolutely critical. And what I'm definitely not saying is that we shouldn't be seeing facts for what they are, right? So data is absolutely crucial. Look at the data. What does it tell you? Make decisions around that. I mean, you can't get around that. that those are facts, right? But if you believe in abundance, if you believe in there's always opportunity, if you believe that people open doors for you, if you believe in that uh, you're doing the right thing for the right reasons, those are the things that are the catalyst for you to go that next step and to the next step and the next step. Um, I think mindset is also about the decisions, right? So if you decide that you if you decide that you will do this, right, you're going to commit to this, no matter the outcome. That is a big one. Regardless of the feelings that you may have, right? That's the thing with mindset. It's a decision. I'm going to go for this. I'm going to focus on this. Nothing's going to stop me. And now going back to what Norma said, whether you have success or failure, doesn't matter. You're going to be much better off for it at the end of the day. And I'm going to share a little bit of a story in, in step three as well, that sort of two stories actually that will, that will illustrate that. You will figure things out along the way. A definite mindset that you have to have. You don't need all the answers. Guys, when, when we started this show back in on the 20th of March, 2020, I knew how some of the things worked. I didn't have a quarter of the stuff that I have today. I had no idea how to put the lights and make sure that things look nice and none of that stuff. Even my background was like, oh, like, yes, it was a battle. We figured it out along the way. Yes, I had a couple of calls saying, oh, you're lighting. I honestly did. That's fine. You know what? I've by that time had 30, 30 episodes. Like how many episodes did they do? Um, and I take the feedback because they intend to help, right? But I managed to produce a, a number of, of, of things 
even though they weren't perfect, even though maybe they were hard to watch, maybe my energy was a bit low, maybe the sound wasn't as great, doesn't matter. But we did it. So we figure things out as we go. We don't always have all the answers, and we never will have all the answers. I mean, how amazing would that be, right? You could just do sports betting if we knew everything. So that's mindset. Then the next one is step two is vision. Now, vision for me, um, this is nothing to do with the vision and mission and whatever. You need that picture in your head of what you want to do. You need to have a solid reason. Now, very important, like you either need a reason or you need this clear picture. Both is better, <laughs> but you need at least one of those two. So, again, if I may use the show as an example, is that my reason was, Francois, you're going to go insane. Your anxiety is going to stuff you up, six love. Uh, you got to do something, right? Go back. No plan. Don't have all the equipment. I don't know what I'm doing. The first three shows, we, th we thought we were going to do Q&A. So we just go live, and people are going to rock up and ask us questions. How amazing would that be? And who showed up? Terrence. Right, so poor Terrence also only have so many questions. And then we very quickly realized that, oh, crap, we need to come up with something different. And that's when the thing started taking shape. I had no plan, no idea, no blueprint, no nothing. We figured it out as we, as we uh, went along. But my reason was what was driving me. So, so that reason was twofold. The, one was, the first one was just I've got to do something because I'm going to go crazy. And the second one was then I made a promise to everybody on WhatsApp and email to say, guys, I'm going to go live every single day. You know, come and talk to me, whatever. Um, but I made that promise. So I was accountable in that sense. And I'm still today. Like literally, <laughs> I don't mind sharing this. Last night I sat down in front of the TV at 7 o'clock and I went like, holy moly, I've got a show tomorrow. <laughs> because there's so much that happened this week that I completely sort of forgot to, to, to properly prepare. And, hey, here we are this morning, you know. So those kind of things happen. Um, I think a, a big part of this is also, like, if you think about vision, is that you need to be clear on what is in and what is out, right? And, again, you'll figure this out. It changes. For me, it changed a lot of times. So initially I thought, okay, let's do this. Then uh, we're going to do that. Let's do this. Let's do this. But as you learn and as you do this stuff, and do being the operative word here, that you figure it out as you go, okay? Um, many things that I don't have the answers to, I don't care anymore. I used to care a lot. I don't care anymore. You'll figure it out. Then step three is action. And this was a big lesson for me. I talk about this in the seven uh, habits as well. Um, but, but for me, action solves everything. Sitting there on the couch, hoping for better days, reading books, watching videos, whatever, listening to podcasts, yeah, means nothing. You need to go out and do it. Even all that stuff that you listen to, when you go and apply it, that's when you really learn. That's when you see things change. That's when you realize, oh, for me, it doesn't work that way, but it works like this, just a little bit different, still in the same way, but just a little bit different. So, so that's quite important. Now, by chance, yesterday, I saw a video clip. Uh, of John Maxwell, uh, the, the the leadership person um, that, I mean, he's got a gazillion books and, and so forth, and he's a big person in this. But it was a video clip of him talking, I can't remember who he was talking to, but 
he was talking about, you know, if you at night in the supermarket parking area and you want to go home, you can't even see your home from there. You have no idea, right? And it's dark, so you switch on the lights. And all you have is this whatever, that however many meters, five meters or ten meters, whatever it is, that's the only light you've got. It's all you can see. And what you got to do is start the engine and freaking start driving. That's what you need to do. And as you follow the light, yes, you may know the way. So there's a plan to get home. Well, you're going to drive a car. You're going to switch on your lights and you sort of know the way. But that's how you get home. You know, sitting in the parking area, waiting to get home. You're not, you're never going to get home. And that was so telling for me. I think it was such a great example of saying like, look, one, you got to drive. You can't sit there. Number two, you only have this little bit and you've got to trust the light and you've got to focus on the light and stay in the lane and you've got to do that stuff. And that's, that's what you do. So, so what a great sort of analogy uh, that he has taken. I think I said this on, a, on another episode before is that often we think, let, let's just stand still for a second. Let's just pause, right? But the problem is if you stand still, you're actually moving backwards in business because everybody else is moving. And because you're sitting there, they're leaving you behind and they're just moving on and growing businesses and learning and trying and failing and trying and failing and having success while you sit there doing nothing because it's the right thing to do and because I don't know what to do and because I'm afraid and all of those good stuff, right? So that's what we don't want to do. So it's all about taking that first step, then the second step, and then the third step. Uh, you got to keep moving. You got to keep adjusting. Uh, absolutely, like there's there's no other way. We've we've got to do that. And then I was thinking about, you know, let's think about any sports game. Like I'll, I'll use rugby as an example, but any sports game, right? Tennis, golf, netball, soccer, like any 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 anything, right? With the Springboks, uh, we went to Alice Park the other day, and uh, I mean, first of all, what an experience. But secondly, uh, they have a plan, right? They have practiced. They have moves. They have a game plan. They have everything, right? They have experience. I mean, there's how many people who's got more than 50 games that they've played for the Springboks, never mind how many other rugby games they've played. All the experience in the world. They run out on that field, and then what they have to do is contend with the bounce of the ball, the one thing that they don't know is how that ball is going to bounce today. They do not know what the other team is going to do. They do not know where the gaps will be. That they figure out as they play the game. So, yes, they try and win. And sometimes they win and sometimes they lose. We unfortunately lost the other day, uh, the week before we won. So, that is it. We shouldn't care about losing, right? But for that 80 minutes that you're playing, you got to play the whole 80 minutes. I mean, the Springboks couldn't go after half time like, guys, it's over. Like, we're never going to catch them. We're not going to win. Uh, let's just call it like we call it quits now. No, no, no. They play until the last minute and then say, did we win? Did we lose? Uh, whatever it may be. And yes, they do say, like, the one team can't win if the other team has more points. But uh, you know what? They better off for it. They are now more ready for the next game, be it against another team or against the same team. And that is life. That is business. You've got to play the game. As I said, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, uh, but uh, you get better for the next game. We'll be back next uh, week, same time, same place, uh, with another great show. 
and uh, have a great weekend. Be safe, be blessed, uh, and prosper, and continue to raise the bar. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Remember to check out the live show, uh, Propulsion Live, on YouTube every Friday at 7 a.m. South African time. You can find it at www.propulsion.co.za forward slash live. That's propulsion.co.za forward slash live. And please remember to subscribe, share with your colleagues, your friends, and anyone who may find value like you did in this podcast. Once again, thank you very much, and we'll see you in the next episode.